Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Join Ford as they redefine what electric can do. Ford customers will have easy and simple access to charge, whether they charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford Mobile Charger or on the road at one of the 19,500 charging stations of the Blue Oval Charge Network. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud. So I was in the AT&T store for an upgrade. I left with AT&T's best deal on a smartphone and a choice of plan. But on my way out, here comes this new guy. A non-carrier phone and a plan that raised eyebrows. I felt for him. When I tell you, we left the store grinning from ear to ear with the same deal. I love watching people prosper. You feel me? That's when I learned that whether you joined today or have been with AT&T for years, they'll have the same best deals for everyone on every smartphone. Eligible plan required. Offers vary by device. Restrictions may apply. See att.com slash deals for details. The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. Looking for a product mentioned on The Trend Reporter? Check out our Amazon page to shop the show. Also, check out my Instagram and YouTube for more beauty and wellness coverage, including tutorials and more. Links in the show notes. I'm Mara Esquivel-Campo, journalist and beauty obsessive. Keeping up with beauty and wellness trends is a lot of work, so let me do it for you. Today on The Trend Reporter, the anti-diet. Focusing on weight actually isn't the greatest path to health. Jenna Free from the Body Love Society on intuitive eating. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat something. You eat something and then you move on. How it changed her life and why it could be the key to freedom from dieting, body obsession, and the path to wellness without obsession. That is like the end marker of this work. That's the goal. Everything you want to know about the beauty and wellness trends worth knowing. I think your journey is one that so many women can relate to. What is your path towards intuitive eating? How did you get to this place? So it started when I was 16 and decided to go on my first diet. And I lose that, use that term loosely because anything where you're focusing on what you eat and trying to lose weight is a diet. So whether it's very strict or really gentle or just trying to eat quote unquote healthier that's considered a diet. So I was just thinking, oh, you know what? I'm just going to move my body a little more, consider what I'm eating. And that, that's a beautiful, gentle start. But for most people, if the focus is on weight, it becomes obsessive. It just, you need more and more and you got to, and at first it works really well because that's how diets are designed and how our body reacts to them. So I did lose weight really fast and I was getting that praise and attention, um, from my high school teachers even commenting, wow, you look so good. And of course that fuels the fire. And um, so I did lose quite a bit of weight. And then I started modeling overseas 
and that just adds to it. And I really became all about the way my body looked and my weight. That was the focus of every thing I put in my mouth, of every workout I did, of every morning weighing myself. And it really was, it really crowded out life. And so my life was about what I was eating, how I was working out, what my weight was. Um, and that's, I do, like you said, that happens for a lot of people is it starts off innocently enough and then it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and kind of crowds out all the joy in life. <laughs> and then eventually I came back from modeling kind of got back into normal life. And I just had a couple moments that really, one being getting ready for a vacation with my now husband and his parents. And thinking, okay, trying on bathing suits. Okay, if I just lose five more pounds, it's going to be so fun. Everything's going to be so great. And I really had a light bulb moment of, okay, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been up and down with my weight. And I still was quite, quote unquote, successful with dieting. Like I was thin the entire time. Um, but it was miserable. It was never enough. It was all consuming. And so I really did at that point kind of pivot to, what if there's another way? So how, and I, I only ask this not because it, it matters, but I think that people listening will be curious. How has your weight changed since you adopted an intuitive eating way of life? Absolutely. Well, I was, I mean, I was modeling, so I was very thin. And now I've had, it's been about, well, since I was modeling overseas, it's been nine years and I've had two babies. So yeah, I've definitely gained weight and I am much happier and I think that's what's cool is, oh, when I was obsessed with my weight and at my thinnest, I was miserable. And now that I've gained weight and kind of just at the size my body's happy to be at, I'm so content. I was never content when I wanted a certain body type, when I wanted my body to look a certain way, when all of the actions I was taking was to manipulate my body size and shape. When I just went, okay, body, you do your thing. I'm just going to eat in a way that feels good and move my body in a way that feels good and take care of my body in what work in the way that works for me. And it's up to you body to be whatever size you want to be and to look the way you want to look. And that's hard in this society when we're told we all need to look a certain way, but that's where the freedom lies. Um, it's so interesting that you say when you were much thinner, you were less happier and now you're bigger, you've gained some weight, but you're content because I think that we're conditioned to believe it's the opposite, that when you finally reach your goal or when you finally lose X amount of weight, then you'll be happy. And you, it, having seen both sides of it, are saying, no, it was actually the reverse. What is intuitive eating? So intuitive eating as like a general concept is how we were born. So this isn't something that someone made up. It is a book that these, I'll tell the story of how the actual concept of the title intuitive eating was created, but this is how we're born. When we eat as babies, we aren't considering how many calories are in this. We aren't thinking about, oh, is this healthy? I'm unhealthy. Oh, did I have enough of this nutrient today? We're not micromanaging what we're putting in our bodies when we're kids. We stop when we're full naturally. We ask for food when we're hungry. Babies cry when they need milk. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very natural. It's gentle. You're not eating to try to be a certain size. You're not eating to look a certain way. You're just eating to fuel your body, to feed your body, to satiate hunger. Just like you go to the bathroom when you have to pee, <laughs> you eat when you're hungry. Like it should be that simple. 
But because of diet culture where we're told, no, you if you're not this size, you should really restrict what you're eating, which then means you're hungry all the time and that's normal, which that's like saying, okay, I'm just not going to go to the bathroom until I ha- I'm almost going to burst. But like it seems silly when you use a different body sensation, but hunger can be that neutral where, oh, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat something. You eat something and then you move on. The science and the studies that they looked into revealed oh, focusing on weight actually isn't the greatest path to health and not something that everyone can achieve or needs to achieve is weight loss. So then they started working from a weight neutral approach of, hey, let's feed your body great things and move your body and take great care of your body and then your weight's going to be what it's going to be. I'll be honest, I was kind of hoping that you were going to say, you know, you eat the way that you want to and you kind of pay attention to your body's cues. And if you're craving a carb, you have a carb and you'll lose weight. Your body will shed weight and you'll wake up one day and you'll magically have the body you've always wanted without any of the emotional or mental turmoil. And what you're saying is very hard, I think, for a lot of people to accept, which is you may have to be okay with looking the way you are right now. You may have Mm -hmm. to accept that forever and maybe even being heavier at different points in your life. You may have to be okay with that. How do you get people there? Well, you get people there, unfortunately, after they've been doing the old school diet cycle for 20, 30 years and they realize, okay, it's been decades. This hasn't worked. I'm heavier than when I started because dieting is actually a really great indicator of future weight gain. So dieting for most people will cause you to end up heavier than you started in the long run. Um, So it's not like it's some magic pill that, okay, it's hard, but you'll always stay thin. For some people, of course, but it's a very, very small percentage. The majority of people will gain the weight back, if not more. So once you really kind of, we got to break down these beliefs of I can and should lose weight. I'm, I'm not worthy unless I'm small. I'm not beautiful unless I'm in a thin body. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties in two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And it's safe to say getting paid on the spot can make people pretty happy. Yep, Carvana will give you a real offer on your car in minutes. Then Carvana will pick it up and pay you on the spot. Carvana has purchased over a million cars from happy customers. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer on your vehicle in minutes. Carvana will drive you happy. Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Don't be the last to join us on the road of new electric vehicles as we redefine what electric can do. Ford is going above and beyond, not only to create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology, but to make sure that customers are well-educated on how to move forward with electric energy. 
Some benefits to driving all electric include saving money annually on gas and zero vehicle emissions. Ford customers will also have easy and simple access to charge, whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford Mobile Charger or on the road at one of the 19,500 charging stations of the Blue Oval Charge Network. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head on over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud. You know, I'm a big believer in meeting people where they are. So, and and sometimes, you know, and I've heard this messaging before. My sister's a body positive um, activist. And so I get this from her a lot. And I wrote a diet book five years ago. So <laughs> we have had this conversation amongst each other a lot. And it's always very loving. It's not contentious at all. But I do understand her, her position very clearly. We grew up in the same house with the same influences. And we took those same influences and went to completely different directions. Um, and so Sometimes when you hear this messaging of, well, you you should just accept these things that you don't like, you know, because it's society's problem, it's not your problem, it feels a little like, well, just, just get over it, you know, and it's not that simple. Like if someone's just had a baby and they feel really bad about how their body looks, or if it's the new year and you've spent the last three weeks binging and you feel like shit because you've been putting shit in your body for the last three weeks and you really, really want to feel better about yourself, or when you walk by a mirror, you don't even look at it because you can't stand to see what's looking back at you. That's Those are real things. In some cases, your doctor is telling you to lose weight. They're saying you need to lose some weight because you're having XYZ problems that are associated with your weight and with obesity. So what about people who really want to lose weight, but they want to do it in a healthier, more sane way? I totally get what you're saying. Um, And I could lie and say, (laughs) just be balanced, just be healthy. But the research shows it does not matter your motivation to lose weight. Our biology is wired to prevent weight loss. Like our bodies are from times when there wasn't a McDonald's on every corner. We were fighting for food. We were in famines, which nowadays your your body sees a diet as a famine. So it reacts accordingly. So there is no proven way, no matter your weight, no matter your reasons, to pursue weight loss and keep it off. And I, and I say pursue weight loss. Of course, if you are having a really hard relationship with food right now, you are just eating everything in sight because you are really having a hard time mentally with food. Um, This could be a restrict binge cycle where people are in restrict binge cycle where the restrict is like breakfast and binge the rest of the day. Yes, if you repair your relationship with food, people can lose weight. But if you are pursuing weight loss, meaning I'm going to eat in according to how what size I want my body to be, your body's going to react biologically to seek food, to be preoccupied with food, to binge eat. So it's not going to work statistically. Like, of course, there's the individual here and there. Like myself, I did lose weight and keep it off for 10 years. It took extensive effort, a lot of negative side effects, binging every weekend. Um, it kind of took over my life. So yes, it quote unquote worked, but what kind of life is that? So what we really encourage is, and this is if someone wants to, people can we really believe in body autonomy. Do what you want for your body. And if that means dieting, I'm not here to preach to anybody. I'm just saying, 
there is an alternative that you could consider. And that is, okay, what if I just exercised in a way that I enjoyed, not choosing the one that burns the most calories and going five days a week and feeling like hell on the weekends because I'm so exhausted, working out in a way that feels good, exercising movement, whatever you want to call it, even if that means walking around your neighborhood, going hiking with your friends, going to that really intense class or doing this gentle yoga, whatever it is that feels good. And then you just eat in a way that feels good. You listen to your body, you listen to your body signals. Oh, that food didn't make me feel too good. I'll consider that next time. Maybe I won't have as much. Maybe this is something that, oh, I find every time I eat this, I feel so bad. My energy is so low. I'm going to maybe pick something else next time. But it's never about restriction. There's no shoulds or shouldn'ts. That's really important is to realize you have value apart from the way you look. You don't have to look a certain way to have a good life. Um, and that doesn't body love, like we have the body love society, does not mean you love the way you look. It means, wow, I value my body. I respect my body. I love it like I do a loved one. I don't love everything about them. <laughs> I don't love the way they look perfectly all the time. It's, oh, I like, I'm unconditionally on your side. And that's what's really important to realize. So it's just kind of a mindset shift of instead of doing everything to be a certain body size, why don't I just take care of myself and see what happens? Now, you've mentioned restrictive eating um, a, a couple of times, and I think we all know that so well because it's kind of the cornerstone of dieting. Um, but then there's the other end of the pendulum, which is binge eating. Um, and I suffered from binge eating disorder for years, and it was it was miserable. It was hell. You know, I felt like there was this beast that was always in my mind, and I couldn't tame it, and I couldn't control it, and I couldn't eat enough, and I couldn't feed it enough. And so freedom from that has been a really, really great gift for me. But that... It, now I, I start to get a little confused because it, is that a form of restricting? You know, how do you adopt a healthier approach to food in saying that I'm using food as a drug by binging on it? So I need to stop that, but not turning it into an unhealthy space, the unhealthy space that you're talking about. How do you manage really unhealthy eating behaviors like mentally and emotionally mm -hmm. and physically unhealthy? So the thing with binge eating and binging disorder, it's a very tricky spot. So like the actual diagnosis of binge eating disorder is quite new. And if I could rename it, it would be like restriction retaliation disorder or, or relationship with food eating disorder, because there is always some sort of restriction or unhealthy relationship with food involved. It is not, the binging isn't the root of the issue. It's whatever is causing that. And I think when what's called binge eating disorder or binge eating, I'll just speak to binge eating because I don't want to talk about uh, actual diagnosis, um, is when I was binge eating for 10 years, I thought the binging was the problem. Okay, I, like, I'm going to the gas station, buying three, bags, three big bags of chips and five chocolate bars and going to my bedroom and eating them in privacy after I was just so good all week. How do I get that under control? That's the problem. Oh my gosh, that's so gross and how embarrassing. When I started stopping the restriction and repairing my relationship with food, the binging just left. I didn't have to prevent it. I didn't have to try really hard not to do it. It just is no longer a function that my body needs to do because I am fully allowing food. I'll eat chips and chocolate any day of the week now 
but I can have some a little bit and it's like, oh, that was so good. And I move on with my day. So it's not just eating the food that's important, but the relationship with the food. So I, we really have found that through this work we do, through intuitive eating and body acceptance, every single person we have worked with who has, was binging has stopped. But it's so different than the kind of narrative we're told of you're binge eating, you have a food issue, you have a food addiction, you can't, you got to prevent yourself from eating. You know, we hear a lot about clean eating right now. And my sister always says that clean eating is just another diet. However, <laughs> having had a diet that was trash and having transitioned to a diet that was much more plant-based, lean protein, not a lot of refined carbohydrates, I feel better. It feels really good to eat that way. It feels really good to finish a meal and feel full and satisfied and happy and not want to lick the plate. You know, not put dish soap on it because I can't stop eating it. That feels really, really good. So do you have any guidelines for incorporating, quote unquote, healthier eating habits that are really nourishing? Yeah. So what we call that is wellness without the obsession. And that is like the end marker of this work. That's the goal. The goal is not to eat ice cream and pizza all day, every day. And who cares? That is not what this work is. What this work is, how do I how do I add in all that beautiful stuff that feels good and also allow the other things so I don't binge on the weekend? So I can have salmon and asparagus and rice for dinner, and then I can have a homemade apple crisp with ice cream for dessert. One doesn't cancel the, uh, the other out. I wasn't so good at dinner and then I ruined it by having dessert. It's all just food and it's all a part of life. And if you eat according to how you want to feel, you're going to find a beautiful balance. And that doesn't mean perfectly balanced. Some days, yeah, I'll go through a drive through if I'm busy and enjoy it. And, but I don't feel like, oh my God, I ruined the whole day. Screw it. I'll go through three more drive throughs and just eat everything I can because whatever, who cares? I'll start again tomorrow. <laughs> it's repairing that mindset and going, hey, yeah, I can have a burger for lunch and a salad for dinner and a smoothie for breakfast and chocolate for dessert. Awesome. I can just eat food and be a normal person. So that's kind of what we call it. There's not guilt and shame and this all or nothing mentality of screw it, I messed up, I better go just get it all in today because I'll start again tomorrow. And so that repairing of the relationship with food allows you to really have it all. Because I know when I was dieting and okay, I'm going to be clean eating, if you put a label on it, okay, then when you eat something quote unquote not clean, which even the wording is like, it's not clean eating. <laughs> It's not clean and dirty, but um, putting a label on it, then the minute you have your ice cream and piece of pie, well, I failed, I've ruined it, screw it. I'll just eat everything in the house tonight and start tomorrow. And that's how we get in these cycles. Whereas you, you just go, I'm just going to eat to feel good. That's going to look different, different days. But then over time you realize, oh, it's just naturally all kind of landing in a beautiful, balanced place. And everyone's going to be different. That's what's cool with intuitive eating is it doesn't look one way. Your body, no intuitive eating body looks one way. No intuitive eating style looks one way. It's all based on your own body, what feels good for you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. 
Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin is available in 10 varieties in two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zin. Visit Zin.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And when you're shopping for a car, there's nothing sweeter than landing within your budget sweet spot. That's why shopping with Carvana makes it easy to browse through thousands of cars you can afford. Once your budget is set, that's what you get. And we won't surprise you with any bogus fees. Whew, sweet. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Don't be the last to join us on the road of new electric vehicles as we redefine what electric can do. Ford is going above and beyond, not only to create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology, but to make sure that customers are well-educated on how to move forward with electric energy. Some benefits to driving all-electric include saving money annually on gas, and zero vehicle emissions. Ford customers will also have easy and simple access to charge, whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford Mobile Charger or on the road at one of the 19,500 charging stations of the Blue Oval Charge Network. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head on over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud. Um, I would love to end with a question about the body image, because if there's one thing that would make me really, really happy, it's that somebody listening to this, when they're done, will be a little happier, a little lighter emotionally, um, and just kind of more at peace with the process, even if they are still seeking to lose weight. How do you, I think we've all had the experience of looking at an old picture and remembering how we disliked ourselves in that moment and looking at it with hindsight and saying, I looked great. Like, what was wrong with me? I looked great. I looked so cute. I looked so whatever. But knowing at the time, you hated the way you looked. So like you said, so much of it is in our minds. How do we do that work where we can look in the mirror and see what we love and see what's right instead of just everything that's wrong? Mm, That's such a good point. We did a post. It was our biggest post ever. That age 16, I hate my body. Age 24, I hate my body. I wish I looked like I did when I was 16. Age 32, I hate my body. I wish I looked like I did at 24. So that's how we know it's in our heads, right? Every time we look back, we wished we were what we were then, but when we were there, we hated it. So no matter what our bodies looked like, we're unhappy. I know for me at my thinnest, I still just, all I saw was flaws. And so people can probably identify with that. Like, yeah, even when I lose the weight and get to my quote unquote goal weight, then I just set a new goal weight. And it's never enough. Right. I remember like I was incredibly, incredibly fit after I had my daughter (laughs) and I took a picture in a bikini. It was like a progress picture. And when I look back on it now, I'm like, God damn, like I was fit, like muscles, tone, all of it. And I had my hand over the part of my stomach with stretch marks on it because I didn't want that in the picture because that was all I could see at that time 
when I look at it now, I'm like, girl, like that was the fittest I have ever been and probably will ever be. But in that moment, I, all I could see were the stretch marks on my stomach. Mm. And that shows you weight loss is not the answer. Right. Because if it was, we would all lose weight and live happily ever after. Honestly, I think a really important thing to realize is not I love this or I love the look of this, but this is me and that's cool and I'm okay and I'm showing up as I am in the world here to do big, great things and realizing, well, maybe the way I look isn't the most important thing about me. In fact, it's the least interesting thing about me. And so first it's like switching those values on who you are and what you do and how you show up. So when you talk about your, your, the way we look is the least interesting part about ourselves, what are some of the things people should be focusing on? Like if they had to yeah. leave this podcast and make a list of the other things about them that were amazing, mm -hmm. that had nothing to do with how they looked, what should they be putting on that list? Well, I don't want to say anything that's outside of ourselves because we can't control a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I won't go into a list of you've got to focus on your accomplishments and your, because that's not really what we want to value either. But one big thing I would advise for a shift of focus would be from the way we and our lives appear to those outside of us. So, you know, worrying about what people think, trying to look good so people give you praise, all of that stuff of molding your life to get the outside validation valuing that less and valuing your experience of your life more. So having a really tumultuous relationship with food, absolutely killing yourself at the gym and hating every minute of it, obsessing over your weight and sitting behind closed doors crying, that negative side effect should bother us more than gaining weight, but it doesn't because we really value how our life and body appears to others more than how we experience it within ourselves. So if you can value your life for your day-to-day -day experience of it and like, wow, just being able to eat a delicious meal and move on and not worry about it and still feel good and then go to my workout and really kill it and feel awesome. Like, let's value that above getting those likes on your picture that you posted. The actual experience you have of living your life, the experience in your body. The experience body, of living your life. Value the experience yeah. of living your life more than other people's opinions of your life. I love that. Thank you. You're doing really, really important work um, in just freeing people from, from a lot of bondage. So thank you for that. Um, where can people find you on social media? You can find us on Instagram at the Body Love Society and we're at thebodylovesociety.com. And you do a program, you have a formal program. If someone wanted to do more work with you, how would they do that? Yes, we do. So we're actually launching a membership to the Body Love Society and that is getting in a group that's going to be working on intuitive eating and body image, um, getting a monthly live group coaching call with us. And then we're having a monthly expert as well in other fields surrounding this in body image because it comes with a lot. I mean, this work is going against mainstream society. It's big and it can be hard, but it's also like the pot at the end of the rainbow. It's beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much. Hey guys, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on Instagram with show ideas, guest suggestions, or products you'd like to know more about. Also, don't forget that you can shop the show on our Amazon page and check out my YouTube page for tutorials and more. Links in the show notes. 
The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Sponsorship for this podcast is brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Ford is going above and beyond in innovation to create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology on the market. With charging made easy with the overnight plug-in Ford mobile charger, as well as over 19,000 charging stations in the Blue Oval Charge Network. See why Ford's new EVs are redefining what electric can do. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many exciting and affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more about the electric revolution. Built Ford Proud. Stevenson University Online is a leader in forensic education for law enforcement, legal, and cyber investigations. If you are preparing for career advancement or career change, investigate our online master's programs in forensic science, CSI, forensic accounting, forensic investigations, and cybersecurity and digital forensics. New online sessions start every eight weeks. No application fee or GRE required. Visit stevenson.edu slash online. The Black Information Network and Career Builder have teamed up to launch the 100,000 Careers Initiative, a mission to help black job candidates hone their job seeking skills. The initiative is providing free one-on-one coaching sessions. Choose from one of over 5,000 experts with years of experience in hiring for management and trade-focused positions. Afterwards, you'll receive a personalized post-session report detailing your interview strengths and what you can do to improve. Book your free one-on-one job coaching session today at careerbuilder.com slash BIN.